It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, like, because when I shot, I expected to make it. So, like, I don't shoot kind of this. You are Locked On Raptors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to episode number 789 of Locked On Raptors for Monday, September the 21st. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter as always, at WoodleySean. You can find the show at Locked On Raptors, where you can find links to every single episode of the podcast. There's a lot of episodes, 789. That's a freaking lot. Go back and check some out if you are interested in any of the back catalog of this daily podcast where things stay fresh every single day, of course. Uh <laughs> Off to a rollicking start. Uh, reminder, please make sure you're checking out all the Locked On Podcast Network shows. It's much appreciated when you do that. And a reminder also that today's show is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you're going to get $10 off of your next order. So go and check them out. More on Built Bar a little bit later on in the podcast. On today's show, we are now diving into the depths of the off season. So that means we need to help. Uh, we, need, we need your help to fill the time here on the podcast. And that means it's mailbag time with our favorite Katie Heindel jumping on the podcast today. Going to be a two-parter as we have a million questions that came in. I sent out the call for questions at like 1130 midnight on a Sunday night and you get the freaks out that late at night. So we got some good ones here. Katie, welcome to the podcast again. It's been a little while. How are you? I'm good. I'm caffeinated. I've had two coffees. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My allergy uh, medications kicked in. I'm ready. I'm ready for these questions. We always love an allergy medication podcast with Katie. I believe that was a thing that took (laughs) place uh, last week on uh, basketball our other podcast and it ended up being one of our better ones. So uh, go do that on that note. If you're an, a basketball listener and you're not yet subscribed to the Patreon page, 
we're doing mailbag episodes once we get to 30 subscribers and uh, we're like five or six people away. This podcast here, this two-parter mailbag will be a good preview of what our mailbags will sound like. So please consider if you like this podcast, you're going to like those bonus podcasts over at A Basketball. Uh, Anyway, enough with the shameless self-promotion. Katie, let's dive into the questions we got here today. We got a lot of good ones. Let's start off with our pal Blake Murphy, who sends in a non-Raptors-related question, but he asks, what snack to accompany your drink? Does Big Face Coffee do best this feels like a question for katie considering your unabashed jimmy butler support uh what snacks does big face coffee do well yeah i feel like this is not gonna be your regular like coffee shop snack you know you're not gonna Mm -hmm. get a muffin you're not getting like a like a cookie um you're probably gonna get like raw um we're gonna get like sprouted seeds like a handful of (laughs) sprouted seeds or like a shot glass of sprouted seeds or something um maybe like some raw oatmeal um maybe like a wheatgrass a wheatgrass um shot Mm -hmm. i don't know it's kind of it's an interesting like i know blake didn't mean it like this but it's almost like a trick question to me because i feel like if you ask jimmy butler for a snack while you like after you ordered a coffee he would just kind of look at you to be like you know one you don't need anything to compliment this coffee (laughs) and two like you kind of bastardize the coffee by having anything that would like distract you from it um so i don't know i think like you could you could Whatever he had, whatever you wanted, you would just get like shot down. Mm-hmm. My thinking no here, yeah, my, my thinking here is that we know heat culture, the most disgusting two words in uh, the <laughs> basketball lexicon, but we know that they're all about uh, being skinny and in shape and uh, let's, let's say it, fat shaming a lot of the time. And I don't imagine anything on the menu of the foodstuffs at Big Face Coffee is allowed to have any sugar. I also don't think they're allowed to have sugar like to put in your coffee. You're getting it either black or with milk and that's it. And so I'm imagining along the lines of what you said, I'm just kind of envisioning like green cubes <laughs> that have just been like pounded down and it's just like jam-packed full of different like nutrients. spirulina cubes yeah yeah and there's just like they're they look a little bit gloopy you need them cold if they get warm they're going to kind of melt and, and become disfigured and disgusting um so you get them right out of the cooler and you pop them right in but yeah it's got to be something pretty joyless as much as the big face coffee thing is very fun there's no way they can deviate and offer like decadent like sea salt chocolate chip cookies or anything like that because mm-hmm. pat riley would burn the place to the ground if that were the case like a, maybe a colonic <laughs> oh. as a treat. <laughs> Thanks for the question, Blake. That's a good way to kick things off. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of milk in coffee, uh, this question comes from Kyle Demetrius, one of the co-hosts of Locked On Sharks on the NHL Network. So go check that out. They're doing some lovely stuff. A team that has not played a meaningful game in like six months. They're kicking ass over there. Either way, Kyle asks, he is also a huge Raptors fan, I should note. If Jokic is considered a, quote, seven-foot-tall bag of milk, what other players should have food-based names that describe them perfectly? I don't like that. When it's gross, like it grosses me out to think about. And I feel like it's like a strange body shame. 
I don't like no, it. Oh, it's, 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 it's loving. It's endearing. I mm. think it's a very cool. I bet Nikola Jokic would enjoy being called that as well. Was this, I missed this. Because a couple I people have quoted too. this. Was this on the broadcast last night? I, fuck, I hope. No, I don't think so. <laughs> they can't say that kind of stuff. I could see Reggie Miller dropping that for sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we're going to go through the Raptors roster now, and we're going to determine what food stuff they are. I've said the word food stuff twice on this podcast. I don't know why. I haven't used that word in ages. Um, what is uh, Fred Van Vliet, Katie? Mm, like a, but this is just because I'm thinking of the mascot for... Mm-hmm. Um, his college team, which I believe it's not a cub of corn, right? It's like a wheat. Yeah, it's like a stalk of wheat. Walking stalk of wheat. Yeah. But maybe I would say Fred is a cob of corn. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the stalk of wheat because then you can call him Fred Van Wheat. Yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, the corn also works. Uh <laughs> I love this question. Uh, what about uh, Marcus Saul? He feels like there's some good food connotations you can attach to him here. I mean, this is, but this is, makes me sound like a hypocrite for what I just said about Jokic. But for a while, we did say that sometimes when Mark played, it looked like he'd just eaten a big, big bowl of paella. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like <laughs> a big, maybe he's a walking bowl of paella. He's just like a large, unpeeled, cooked shrimp (laughs) that's a good thing i love unpeeled cooked shrimp i think that's a good thing to be um this is a weird question we'll do a couple more uh what's og ananobi Hmm. this is tough maybe like a graham cracker i feel like he's something sturdier than a graham cracker okay maybe he's Uh. like uh like a like one of those you know overly toasted baguettes that you get is like crackers for charcuterie it's like thick kind of breaks your teeth if you bite it a little bit um but brings a lot to the table yeah then i would say more of like maybe an autumnal gourd or something (laughs) right you know the decorative ones that are out now Uh uh-huh baskets everywhere (laughs) maybe a big pumpkin Uh uh-huh uh-huh i think that works as well uh og ananobi the autumnal gourd uh (laughs) one more let's go with uh matt thomas what kind of food is matt thomas yogurt (laughs) plain yogurt that feels like a pretty good place to leave that question off thank you for the question kyle uh we're going to continue on in just a second but a reminder that the NBA Conference Finals are going on right now. We have Locked On shows covering all the remaining teams. Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Lakers, Locked On Heat, Locked On Celtics with our pal John Corrales, I guess, if you want to hear about that team. Uh, but make sure you're going and checking out all of those shows on the Locked On Network. They are covering the Conference Finals wonderfully. I think the episode of Locked On Nuggets out today is extremely sad after what happened in Game 2 last night. So go check that out. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
All right, Katie, let's continue on here. A reminder, this is going to be a two-part mailbag, so you'll get the remainder of these questions on Tuesday's podcast. That's what we call a tease. Um, Let's go with this question here. Let's stick with the food theme, shall we? This one comes from Anna at It's My Game. She asks, if each Raptor had their own Ben & Jerry's ice cream flavor, what would they be called? I want to also revise and say um, Matt Thomas is a yop. You know those drinks? Hell yeah. Like more of a yop than just like a straight up yogurt. And I hope with saying yop, as happens every time I hear the, the phrase yop, uh, you get the yop song stuck in your head. I don't know the song and I don't. When I wake it. up in the morning, oh. I'm still asleep. <laughs> I really don't know what not dust. Jesus. That's in your head I, now for the rest of the day. Well, it's not because the way that you sang it, you, there's really no tune. I say so. it exactly the way it appears in the commercial. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Tuneless? So <laughs> it's okay. It's not in my head. All right. It not will yet. be in somebody's head, and I'm glad for it. Uh, anytime <laughs> I can get that song stuck in someone's head. Usually it happens uh, with my lovely fiance, Alana, mm-hmm. and she hates me for a week when I do it. But, um, you know, sometimes you just got to i don't even know how it happens like it'll be like i'll say something you know someone will ask me a question and i'll be like yep and then i'm like oh yep yup and then i sing a song and then it ruins the week uh anyway um back to the ice cream question katie mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes <laughs> which uh ben and jerry's uh like are you guys are making new flavors here for all these guys yeah i think so okay so let's start with kyle lowry what is kyle lowry's ice cream like some kind of peach. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but not like peaches and cream. I feel like peach and then some type of flavor or um, food element that uh, that can can stand in as like a charge. You know what I mean? Like a hard, right. like a crunchy kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a peach granola crunch or something like that. Not granola. Um, <laughs> uh i don't know maybe like um i'm also trying to think of traditional like ice cream Mm -hmm. ice cream elements uh maybe like a sharp shard of like caramel peach caramel interesting um my suggestion sharp that it would hurt you yeah 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 uh, my suggestion along the lines, I think we're trying to think of like hearty ingredients to sort of match Kyle Lowry. And obviously the peach is there. It's, that's the base flavor for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but so a couple of weeks ago when it was peach season still, I got some Ontario peaches and I made ice cream just by slicing some peaches and then sort of heating up some blueberry jam, make it like making a quick little blueberry jam and putting it on top. And it was uh, wonderful. And mm-hmm. so I, I wonder if maybe like a peach blueberry swirl type thing with some like frozen, if you go to, if you're going to Nova Scotia, there's lots of places that'll give you like ice cream with like fresh Oxford blueberries in it. And it's amazing. And again, it's a hearty fruit. It grows in tough climates. And that kind of, I think, matches Kyle's demeanor mixed with the peach, obviously for the ass. That to me feels like a, like a, like a peach blueberry swirl with like maybe chunks of like frozen blueberries type of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah, that works. Okay. That's good. Cool. Uh, let's go to Pascal Siakam. What kind of ice cream would Pascal Siakam have? Probably something with some sort of uh, intense swirl slash spin, right? Yeah, like a um, probably like you know when you get bars of chocolate that have like chili, 
So like maybe oh, some yeah. kind of like chocolate chili swirl. Ooh. Um, I would eat like the that. hell out of that. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of ice cream. Very good. Um, yeah, just like a little bit of like a scotch bonnet ripple. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty intense, but mm-hmm. sure. You, you pair it with like a pretty decadent uh, chocolate, I think, that could, like a chocolate fudge, like you would find like a moose tracks or something like that. Yeah. I think that's yeah. a good counterbalance. Um, Serge Ibaka, what is his Ben and Jerry's flavor? Mm, okay. It's going to be something fucked up, isn't it? <laughs> no, I don't like, cause I don't think Serge, like for dessert, he's not trying to eat those, that like something messed up. He's not trying to do a gotcha moment. I'm just thinking he's got like leftovers from his How Hungry Are You shoots and then Kicking he's got the ice cream machine over there like it's chopped and he's like, all mm. right, we're doing uh, lamb brain and herb gloop ice cream. I mean, I was like thinking that. something like pretty decadent, but like really classy, you know? It feels like maybe Ben and Jerry's dips their toe into the gelato realm just for Sir Jabaka. They have that, don't they? I don't know. Do they? Let's see. Ben and Jerry's gelato. This is good podcasting. <laughs> not seeing anything. No, so they have sorbet. Okay. Um, which is I think too light. Yeah, too light for Serge. Although it would be a nice palate cleanser after whatever the hell he's cooked up for you for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> this one's tough. Mm-hmm. I'm like thinking maybe like something rich, like maybe like a coconut. Mm. Um. I guess I just can't. The thing I think about Serge the most these days is that dance he was doing on his birthday. Yeah. yeah. And like the billowing kind of silk shirt and like that song, which I can't get out of my head, which I love, um, whatever it is. But yeah, I don't know. Like something coconut. Um, what's like a decadent fruit? Mm, mm, um. <laughs> <laughs> Decadent fruit. I've never really thought of fruit as decadent before. Um, yeah. Maybe some sort of like, uh, no, not like a banana split type of thing. Mm-mm. That's too much. I'm thinking like persimmony or like okay. fresh figs and like Ooh. honey, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. He does not really an ice cream kind of guy, mm-hmm. it seems, but yeah. Also, if you like, he had a colorful, colorful, colorful black shirt, there right? Yeah. I had a stroke on the air. That's cool. Um, <laughs> he, his shirt was very colorful, right? Super colorful. Yeah. So maybe yes. like a, a sorbet, like a rainbow sorbet in the colors of his shirt from his birthday video. Okay. okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Or a rainbow sherbet, I should say, not a sorbet. <laughs> Duh. Um, all right. A couple more. Norman Powell. What is the Norman Powell Ben and Jerry's flavor? Uh,. This is like something weird. This is like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, this would be, I know like uh, Pascal and Fred had the like uh, Champwitch commercial, but I feel like Powell's would be like something like peanut butter and jelly ice cream. But I think that already exists. I feel like something weird, like a buttered popcorn and like, I don't oh. know, like a shawarma. <laughs> <laughs> shawarma oh, maybe mm. a baklava ice cream. Oh yeah, that's much better. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> I'm glad we this, arrived at that. Yeah, from, the thank you. <laughs> the putrid 
uh, other options I was putting forward. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would try all of them. A shawarma ice cream, a little garlic sauce on top. Hell yeah. Uh, no, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. I just ruined everybody's day. Um, <laughs> by the way, you say a peanut butter and jelly ice cream situation is weird. No, I mean, I said it, I was like, when I said it, I was like, oh, actually, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, a couple weeks ago, uh, it was like the the next day after my peach blueberry ice cream experiment, still had the same carton of ice cream going on. And so I did, uh, I I melted some peanut butter, poured it over over top with a dollop of jam, and it was uh, pretty divine. Yeah, Um, I'm just making myself hungry on this podcast. (laughs) Also, I'm not as unhealthy as it seems. It was a little treat for ice cream. I don't usually eat ice cream all that often, so... I'm not some uh, bilious uh, <laughs> monster who can only eat sweets. Um, last one here, Chris Boucher. What does Chris Boucher have in his ice cream? Um, oof. Uh, some type of like raw Quebec, um, like sheep's milk ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> I mean, you can oh, make maybe a, like maple, like maybe from, I'm thinking of like a sugar shack kind of mm-hmm. I was going to suggest a, a tart au sucre. Uh, oh yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. Or, you know, poutine swirl. No, <laughs> no, no more fries savory. Fries and ice cream. French fries and ice cream is a thing. No more savory. Right, is fine. it? Not yeah. to me. People never... dip their fries in their Wendy's Frosty, I believe, is like the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But not like, I pictured like a dish. Yeah. We don't need cheese and gravy also in that ice cream. So. No, thank you. No. Yeah. I think a, a Tardo Sucre ice cream would be probably acceptable. Um, good question, Anna. Thank you so much for sending that in. We're going to continue on here. But first, I want to tell you about another delicious thing. In addition to ice cream, you could also have yourself a Built Bar. And man, it is just the best tasting protein bar you're ever going to find. They have six new flavors as well. They don't necessarily have uh, poutine flavored or anything like that, but they have stuff that actually tastes good. They have caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry bar, sia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, as well as brand new flavors. Joining their regular complement of their original 12 including mint brownie and my absolute favorite toffee almond bars are covered in 100 chocolate and they're soft and easy to chew and they're great for the health conscious person as well you can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat bars are low calorie low sugar high protein high fiber and they're great for keto diets as well some of the flavor profiles for example you've got coconut almond 18 grams of protein 180 calories and just five grams of sugar and five grams of net carbs and then you have cookies and cream one of the new ones just uh, 130 calories, 17 grams of protein, four grams of sugar, and four grams of net carbs. And the nice thing about a built bar is you bite into it, it doesn't taste like a gritty, sandy, chalky mess. It just tastes kind of, or it feels kind of like a Mars bar in your mouth while also being healthy for you. And right now, Built Bar is offering you a free cooler with your purchase while supplies last. So get on it right away. Go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on to get $10 off your next order in addition to a free cooler. Again, that's promo code locked on for 10 bucks off and a free cooler at builtbar.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
All right, Katie, a couple more questions here to wrap up today's episode. Um, this question here comes from, hmm, this is a very good one. This is uh, from at Midlife Vertical, 40 and Dunking, who asks, which player is the closest thing to a Plumley that the Raptors have had on their <laughs> roster? A, Greg Steamsma, B, Jake Voskel, C, Michael Bradley, or D, someone else? Very, very good question from Midlife Vertical. Katie, I know we love Greg Steamsma on this podcast, so I'm probably not going to go with him. He's a little bit too wholesome and good to be a Plumley. Um, but I, I guess we should start this question. What is your view of the Plumley? First, I don't think, I don't like this. I mean, I know why he asked this question because I was talking about how the Plumley blew that game last night. Uh, and you can never hinge your hopes on a Plumley ever. But I don't think any, I don't know of any Raptor that has like, has had the cursed, uh, cursed like energy of a Plumley. I mean, even with some like pretty cursed players. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Plumleys are just like, uh, they're just like these hulking, um, I don't know. They're like these hulking, interchangeable, uh, like wet blankets, way too intense, but like like intense inversion, like intense in a bad way. You're not, you don't really get anything good out of that intensity very often. Kind of confused, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say Miles is like one of the, He's like as I guess as the he's the youngest, right? Miles Marshall, I think, is the youngest. He didn't oh, really get true. much of a cup of coffee in the NBA. Plumley bro. No. There's four of them? Yeah. And there's a sister. Um I was gonna say I wonder if as they get younger, though the energy kind of has tapered, you know, it's like mm. not as concentrated. Cause I didn't really like Miles I seemed like the most innocuous one until that that weird thing he pulled last night. So I'd say the plumber. Well, that was Mason last night. That was Mason. Yeah. So see, there you go. <laughs> They're interchangeable. Um, <laughs> that was Mason? Yeah. How old is Mason? Mason's 30. Miles is no longer in the league, I don't think. Although he was famous for uh, getting an enormous contract from the Bucks, I think. Mm-hmm. And then uh, not really ever living up to it. He's 32. Marshall. And Marshall is the army guy. Yeah. And Marshall is 28. Okay. Man, having three Plumleys come out of you in four years, there's that's a too lot. Too many. Yeah. There's a lot of Plumleys <laughs> in the world. And Marshall played for the Bucks, which uh, that's like a, that's like a very fitting Plumley team, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know Raptors wives. I mean, I mean, I think some people might be like, oh, psycho T, but I don't think at all. Like, that's like a different type of chaotic energy that actually yeah. sometimes could spark good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think the plum lie are really like, they're not very aggressive. Like, they're, they're, they're kind of just like, they're just there. duds, man. Yeah. They're just duds. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, Michael Bradley <laughs> might be the answer here. Michael Bradley was kind of a dud who also had like the pedigree of college basketball kind of backing him up mm-hmm. um he was like a superstar of villanova and then came in and was uh, kind of uh, not good even a little bit so that might be the answer here and, and i guess it depends on the the plumley you're looking for like hoffa rujo never got good enough to be any of these guys but he kind of embodies the same like spirit a little bit um i mean he's kind of akin to marshall i, I guess <laughs> 
I mean, we should count our blessings that we, this is difficult. Yeah. You know, there isn't a clear, it means like, we've, you know, it's, I feel like it's rare for an NBA team to have been untouched by a Plumlee, mm-hmm. Plumlee, um, just given their spread and reach, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you a Plumlee or a Zeller person, if you had to pick one? Neither, but like, obviously <laughs> Zeller. Oh, you know what? I actually kind of like Zeller because um, there, I think it was, I think I was looking up like, you know, when you look on Google at like team roster pictures and sometimes they'll just change randomly. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point I was looking at the Hornets like roster pictures and someone had replaced or like the Google one that came up of Cody Zeller was a picture of him like bleeding from the face. Like his Whoa. blood was just all over his face. <laughs> and it was like, you know, all beside him were just like then smiling headshots of his teammates. And then at his, it was just like blood. I was like, Wow. I kind of respect this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who did it and it went away pretty quick, but I liked it. That's great. Um, really good question. Uh, cursed question, but very good question either way. So thank you for that. And I think that's going to bring us to the end of part one of our mailbag podcast. We have a lot more questions to get to. Those will all come to you on Tuesday's podcast. So please make sure you are checking that out. Uh, Katie, before we uh, dip for now, do you have anything that you would like to promote? Um, I guess I can like make a small announcement because the, the news has come out this yeah. morning, but uh, Dishes and Dimes is is very happy and excited to be joining the Basketball News uh, Network. We're bringing yeah. the podcast over there, which yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, that rules. Uh, yeah. Congratulations on that. Dishes and Dimes, taking over the world and you love to see it. It's <laughs> great. Um, well, uh, you'll be back again on Tuesday. You can plug more stuff then if you'd like, Katie. Uh, <laughs> until then, you can find me at Woodley Sean. Subscribe to Rate and Review. It's much appreciated when you do that for this podcast and all of the other Locked On-related podcasts. It's, uh, it's a very nice thing for you to do, and it takes like two seconds to pull it off as well. Um, and uh, as I mentioned off the top, or in the middle of the podcast, whatever it was, the other Locked On shows covering the, N- the teams remaining in the NBA playoffs are doing wonderful work right now. Locked On Lakers, Locked On Nuggets, Locked On Heat, Locked On Celtics. Go find those, subscribe, rate, review, and uh, support them too. As much as we uh, dislike the Celtics, we know John Corrales is our buddy, and he's nice and cool. And he's uh, covering that series in great detail. So go and check that out. And uh, with that, we will wrap it up. We'll talk to you again on Tuesday with another episode of Locked On Raptors. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.